0: stab two who'd want to do that sequels suck
1: no, no way! No. Oh, come on man oh please please by definition alone they're inferior films it's bullshit generalization many sequels have surpassed their original hey everybody how's it going welcome back to another episode of underrated we are the undercast company i'm alan torres and of course as usual my amazing co-host uh, ariel mc <laughs> ariel ortiz i was <laughs> gonna say ariel mcduff Yeah, (laughs) because I was looking at both of you guys. (laughs) uh, Derek Ortiz. I mean McDuff. (laughs) Well, uh, welcome back, everybody. So, we're really excited because, you know, summertime's here pretty much. You know, it's getting hotter. And we're going to be doing a new mini series, just like how we did before. It's going to be the Summer of Sequels. If you guys have been on our socials, we've been kind of promoting it here and there. And while we're here, and we're actually going to start off uh, this week's episode with my pick, which is Scream 2. Um, pretty much, uh, I believe it's one of the most underrated sequels, especially a horror sequel. And a lot of the time you don't hear very often of a good horror sequel. A lot of the time, you know, just like all slasher flicks. They usually get worse and worse and worse over time. But to, to the point where you just watch them because they're just campy and gory and just stupid fun i feel like it is a is really important i feel like um really needs to be talked about but so yeah pretty much real quick scream 2 came out back in 1997 by legendary wes craven rest in peace written by kevin williamson bring neve campbell david arquette jada pinkett smith jamie kennedy Lee schreiber a bunch of people. Timothy Oliphant, as, as well. I was about to say, don't leave out. I almost forgot for a second because <laughs> I usually, like, I'm not going to lie, the, the, the franchise of Scream, I know so much shit about, like, trivia and everything, so, like, I was like, alright, I gotta I, I knew all these people, but uh, when it came out, though, successful, you know, it was one of the rare times where, like, a sequel came out and actually made a lot of money. Um If you don't know what Scream is, that's, if not, Scream is essentially about um Niv Campbell's character. Um Sydney Prescott. She essentially um is getting, you know, uh stalked by slasher guys in the ghost face mask. And you know, they're calling th- th- this is when back in the day in the nineties where we didn't have caller ID. So they're calling on a mobile phone Why did or you whatever. Have a and
0: phone?
1: Oh my god, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like clone cellular phone and all that, but yeah, essentially it's kind of like a whodunit slasher flick and it's super meta it's one of its kind of a uh, i wouldn't say ahead of its time because now we're in it and i feel like scream really influenced a lot of that kind of like meta stuff and this wasn't wes craven's first time with meta it kind of like storytelling uh, his new nightmare film kind of did that as well where like with freddy krueger instead of like you know a typical Freddy Krueger movie. This was like the actors, like Robert England and Heather Langenkamp, uh, just being themselves, and then Freddy Krueger stalking them in the real world. So that was like his first foray. I want to honestly recommend as, as well to go watch. Um, but yeah, so Scream Two though is the sequel. This follows uh, Sidney Prescott, survived the first one, and a couple of other a couple of other characters now in college, and the first one they were in high school. So now. Happening all over again in the college. And again, it's all whodunit, but it's just awesome. It's just more kills, more better storytelling, all that stuff. But enough because I'm going to, I can talk about it for days, this whole franchise. I want to hear what you guys thought.
2: I ended up like, you know, uh, I, I, so this is the first time that I had seen Scream 1 throughout like I I know the ending and and stuff like that with it being her boyfriend and then Matthew Lilly's character um but the, this was the first time I watched um, scream 2 as well um and I I enjoyed it a lot more than the than the second one I think there was a lot more to it um you know it the first one seemed like it re- went really fast and then um the second one seemed like it had a little bit more th- more girt girth in it um it definitely Did justice to like the characters from the before ones and and made you like spoilers like people from first one die in the second one, kind of. I'll leave it at that. And um, and so when those ones died, you felt like, oh man, like why why did you have to kill you know like this this you know one of our fan favorites and stuff like that. I was not.
0: I was. He was not a fan favorite of mine. I was kind of happy when he died.
2: Well, it was more about, about um, the one that almost died, I think, too, like, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the moment.
1: Which one are you talking
0: about? When James uh, it, he died, I was like, mm-hmm. good. Oh, <laughs> man.
1: How dare you. I he know, So, he's, he's pretty much one of my favorite characters Looking, to,
0: yeah. like, No, man, he's, like, this in the, incel, in like, I don't know.
2: He's trying, though. I mean, like... I, I'm like...
1: shocked, man. I thought, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, I think they're both gonna, like, Randy...
2: Yeah, because like I he's, liked just, Randy. he's
1: us. He's essentially
0: us. We're big Yeah, yeah. He's not I. A...
2: No, he's. It, We're yeah, no. Uh, well.
0: I related to somebody. And else. He wasn't insult.
2: Incel- <laughs> he was getting. He was getting some girls like in the party and stuff. He was getting them, um, but but no. Like I think like it was just of course like surprisingly both films. This one like a lot more we're filled with all these people that like i know like i mean just like in in gimmick roles like freaking joshua jackson you know like um you know Kev- kevin conway i Ke- not kevin conway um what is his name uh charlie conway from Line dunks like is in the classroom like talking about movies and he's just in that that you know just in that um scene and stuff like that Um. Uh, and then yeah, you have Sarah Michelle Gellar. I don't know if this was before or after. Um
1: it's during her like big big time in Buffy, like this is what kind oh, of, one of those movies were. but it was before. It was, yeah, it was, it was
2: before some stunt, you, like, I know what hey. you did last summer. Uh
1: then. I think so because uh I know after Scream, I know what you did last summer came out like kind of okay. after mm-hmm. you were like cuz the big thing with Scream, it kind of revitalized like the slasher genre for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, the
2: slash the teen, yeah, mm-hmm. the teen Slash a drama. Um, but yeah, like, so there's like all these different characters. They kind of pulled the same kind of like formula that they did um, in the first one at the beginning of having these kind of like actors that you are well known. Like, at that point, you know, Jada Pickett was like on the rise and like was very popular of a character. Omar Epps, too, was coming off of like love and basketball. Um, so yeah, you have the, they're them kind of filling in that um, Drew Barrymore kind of character, especially putting J- Jada Pickett on the on the poster, and then her for getting the killed. Yeah. yeah, and then her getting killed. I think yeah. it's such like so that like clearly like okay, this is becoming a meta thing, mm-hmm. you know, for this genre and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely liked the kind of like it was like a slight twist but rehashing of the of the first thing because like you like the sequel has to follow the same formula but there's like a slight change to that formula um so i kind of felt i think i don't know if i like subconsciously was had remembered and was told because i was told like a long time ago that that tim leek the elephant was the killer but even from the beginning like in that first scene with him like in the in the classroom like um i was like it's like, at first I was like, is it the teacher? And then he started talking, and I'm like, oh no, it's him, kind of thing. And then, yeah, and then the, the old reporter and the other reporter, like, I, I kind of had a feeling like it was her because she's kind of like, I thought originally that she was because she's trying to become the, um, Courtney Cox character, um, you know, that, that, uh, that, you know, reporter that gets the inside scoop. So she's creating the story, you know, in a way. Um, but I wasn't expecting it to be um Billy's mom and stuff, so so yeah, I mean, I definitely like enjoyed that ending and and it the only thing was the only gripes for me were the classic you know, like, oh, come on, like you should have like like at the end, why did you let go of the axe, keep the axe and to, to run away with run away with the axe and stuff like that? So there was like those tropes and and so it's kind of like. Keeps, but then it's like, you, it, it because everything else is meta, it's kind of like, did they keep it that way because of that kind of trope, you know? You like, they so did, it's like, yeah. They yeah.
1: absolutely did. Because in the first Scream, I remember there's a scene where Sydney she's talking to the killer for the first time. And she's kind of like, oh, she thinks it's Randy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I kind of hate it. I hate horror movies because the whole trope is stupid where the girl not be like running up the stairs she should be calling the cops and running out the door but some big titty bimbo runs up the fucking stairs she literally does that like two minutes later instead of like but the thing is she was at the door but the killer was there so now she's like fuck i have to run upstairs so that's the beauty about the whole franchise is that it's like it's making fun of itself in the horror and the horror genre it
2: kind of like makes you Reminded of like okay then the like scary movie series came out like you know to make fun of this and it's like well like it's kind of making fun of a joke already like now that you think about it and so it's kind of like kind of, it gets more meta because of that and like that's why it's like such a the Scream franchise even like you know it's coming back and stuff um, or a continuation from I don't know where they're leaving off if they're going to include all of this all the movies so far if they're going to do a Halloween and just say, okay, up until two is, is canon. But, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just definitely like, uh, like we said, it's, it's spun off this like genre of, of slasher movies, you know, like we, like besides like, I know what you did last summer, you got, um, Jeepers Creepers and, and, um, um, Final Destination coming into the mix with all these twists and turns kind of things. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I had also never seen um, any of the Scream movies, um, which I know I a lot thought. of people were surprised. At. I know, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm very surprised you guys haven't. This
0: <laughs> became a twist on, on yeah. you
2: never seen, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah that's I, I was about to say, yeah. I, I, I guess been, we just uh,
1: gotta do a twofer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so I, didn't, but yeah, so I was like, okay, you know, I almost like, almost like, okay, should I just watch Scream 2 and go in blind? But I was like, you know, I'll watch the first one. I'm really glad I did because. You know, this is a movie that definitely is like a true sequel. Like, you have to kind of have watched the first one, and then you get rewarded for like watching the first one. It is a continuation of it. Um, when I watched the first one, I was like, "Yeah, this is good," but you know, it didn't like. I wasn't like, "Oh, I, I, I wasn't like caught up in the hype like so many people." Like, I was like, "All right, well, you know, I liked it, but it's not like all time." And then I watched this one, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like, this is incredible! Like, I loved the." Like, I like the first one, but I loved the second. Like, this was, it was definitely like, you know, like you said, Alan, like, it did what a sequel should do and improved in every aspect of the movie. I was like, okay, like, because I'm not a big slasher film guy, you know, and I think a big part of it is because, you know, it they do fall into that kind of, you know, sequel trap where it's like, okay, like, here's the the killers coming back again, and they're just kind of like cheesy B-movie, you know, just like, ah, oh, here's Jason, here's, you know, here's Michael Myers, whatever, they're just coming to get you again. Whereas these ones, I like that they kind of like mix in a whodunit element, like kind of like the original Friday the Thirteenth, which they reference in both of these movies, like. And then you know, like the twi- I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say from here on out, like we're gonna spoil it, you know. So sorry anybody if you're out percent. there, yeah.
2: I, like I said I was wasn't going to spoil it but then I started spoiling it while I was talking about it so glad.
0: Yeah, but then you know with the mom being the killer which is something they re- like you know referencing you know Jason's mom being the killer of the original Friday the 13th that coming back around um yeah, but I, I really thought this was just and I was surprised too because I was like when I saw, first started watching it I was like clicking it says 1997 I was like oh no 97 the first one came out in 96 like that that's you know like you when you hear that you're like movie that comes out like two years or like a year later i'm like that's not enough time to make a good sequel make a good movie but they fucking pulled it off i don't know how they did it but like it was impressive and like just in my opinion like elevated everything like the action was better and like you know the motivation was better the mystery the whodunit element i thought in this movie was way better because in the first one it was just kind of like we're just throwing out like a bunch of red herrings like H- Henry Winkler is going to be talking about slashing people up, so you think it's going to be him for one second, but then it's not. And in this one, it's like, okay, you actually get, like, a couple clues. Like, you get, like, oh, somebody's recording them, and you see, oh, Tim, oh, fun. he had a camcorder earlier, and just, like, you know, da-da-da. And so there was actually kind of a actual, it was more of a who's done it. Like, it was that one it was just kind of just like, okay, it was these guys, and there was no real, you know, clues that it was Matthew Lillard and whoever in the first one. And also, I felt like the killers in this one were, like, way more interesting and competent than the killers in the first one because they were kind of like in the first one it was just kind of like a couple of idiots they're like end up cutting each other up at the end and stuff and this one it's just like Timothy Oliphant's like a fucking psychopath and he's so good and the mom is so good and that's why and like I kind of had the same experience as you Ariel where I didn't know that Timothy Oliphant was in this but I was like I feel like he's got to be the bad guy because he just has that charisma you know like I, I I what's what's the guy who plays her boyfriend's name um trying to hold on um no um
2: Garrick. Sydney's Derek different? Is, um, the character's name is Derek Jerry O'Connell. Jerry Jerry
0: O'Connell. O'Connell. yeah, yeah. yeah. Jerry yeah O'Connell. so he's you know he's he's kind of just a nice boy I can't really see him being a bad guy you know um and a lot of these characters I'm like, okay, I don't really think it's gonna be like you know Jamie Kennedy or whoever you know but I'm like Timothy Olyphant. he's just got that where he can be like real charming but then he can just like turn him on on a dime and just be like guess what it was me the whole and like that whole rant he does at the end where he's like movies are ever this and and I really like how. This is a meta baby. About
1: it's gonna rock the trial. <laughs> it was so I mean, good. <laughs> the other killers like, dude, that's so 90s. And even then, they're making fun of like the whole thing about the 90s itself with like the big trials. Like that was mm-hmm. a big deal back in the day, where like trials were like, oh.
2: yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, the OJ. Yeah. But then also like yeah, on the other side, like video games are corrupting, you know, Marilyn kids' Manson minds and all that and stuff. Yeah. With that yeah.
0: And I really love that they do the thing where they do in some movies where they're like, okay, now like the first movie is like becoming a like an actual movie in the sequel. I like that kind of trope, and they like play on that a lot. And stabbed.
2: Oh, yes, yeah, stabbed Stab yeah. David with David have, Schwimmer playing Dewey. Dewey. Yeah. Which is yeah, like, like hilarious. About the references
0: to Friends and stuff. So like, oh, yeah. Monica and Friends. Da, da, da. And then you know, uh, what's his, Luke his name? Wilson. Oh, or Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson is, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, oh, like, this is, it's all fun. It's just the
1: way the cookie crumbles. That shit kills me every time.
2: <laughs> but didn't like, he actually say that, though? No, he
1: didn't oh, say no? that. He, the first yeah. one he was just like, Sydney, it's just, it's just me. I, I, I forget that actor's name. He has street a really weird Ultra. Name. Alt- Alt- street, there you go, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Alt- Alt- yeah. Alt- but, like, Alt- he, he's Alt- just yeah. more dramatic and more, like, edgy. But then Luke Wilson's like, Sid, that, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And I'm like, I fucking love this, <laughs> dude. That's hilarious.
0: And I I really just love how, like, you know, the first one, like, okay, this is a meta movie about slasher horror movies. Um, And, you know, I enjoyed that aspect of it. But I'm like, it's been done, like, you know, better in in the time since, you know, like, Cabin in the Woods, which we talked about, I think did it really well. Or, like, something like, um, um, why am I spacing? Uh, Hot Fuzz, like, is just a fucking great meta movie that does that kind of just like, well, how about catching those killers then? Oh, multiple killers, you know, like, but this one is like... (laughs) This one is like, okay, this is a deconstruction of, like, sequels. And that's why I think this is also a really good one to start off our Summer of Sequel series, because, like, if you want to talk about sequels, this was a sequel about sequels. And they have that whole scene at the beginning where in their classroom, they're like, well, sequels are never as good as the original, and blah, blah, blah. And they're, like, kind of breaking it down, and and you know about how like okay well maybe some sequels can be better and then later he's like oh what about aliens or the empire strikes back and blah 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 and i was like uh, i was getting really into it There's no i don't think i can't think of any other movies that like deconstruct specifically sequels and i think that's why because we kind of talked about like what we were going to do first and i and i kind of recommended we do this one because i think this is like of all the movies we're talking about this is just like the most pure just kind of like this is a follow-up directly to the next movie it picks up the threads but it does and it tells a similar story but it does it in a unique, interesting way where it's like, hey, here's a similar story to the first one, but an improvement. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's surprising me, like I said, that it was so rushed because usually when it happens, like I'm thinking like, you know, like the, for example, The Mummy Returns, which is like a fun movie, but mm-hmm. it's just a worse version of The Mummy, you know? Like, it's just like, okay, we do all the same things as the, the first Mummy, except it's kind of more expensive and more explosions and bigger and there's yeah, an annoying ben. kid. I mean, I think they're both fun. Yeah, I, they're both fun, but like Mummy One is a fucking classic. Mummy One is oh, incredible. Yeah. Like, um, and then you also get stuff like the Mummy Three, which is like it came out too no. late, and it's kind of like, I mean, I no. like the Mummy Three, but like you know, like they, it just this is like so it's amazing to me that this was so good because there was such a quick turnaround, and even stuff like yeah, Lee Schreiber, who was like literally in one scene and didn't have any speaking lines, he's an incredible actor, and we're gonna use him now. I'm like, how did this all work out? You know, it, but it worked out perfectly. It was great. I I love the actors. I love the, the twist at the end where it's the mom and it's like, holy shit! Like you know that because you do have like a good setup to like okay this is Timothy Oliphant but then you have another twist. It's like there's the second killer and it's the mom from the first one and it brings it back to that first one, and it is just kind of a cool like twist where it makes you th- like oh man so it all ties it together and it all works out so it's not just like a, kind of random. It's happening again. It's like it does make sense and yeah one of the I think one of the best twist endings I've seen in a long time. This movie for sure. Just all in all. Great sequel. This is a perfect sequel as far as I'm concerned.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's just that, um, what you're saying about it being rushed. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised because, you know, Race- Wes Craven at this point already was like, you know, like a, um, you know, a staple in, in, you know, uh, his horror and stuff like that and like knew the sequel. I'm, I'm pretty sure he probably like, okay, I'm going to make a sequel. Like, you well, know, like, okay. not <laughs> him, but
0: the, uh, the writer, um, uh, Thank you, yeah. He had, like, an outline. He had already planned a sequel, so, like, I guess... But even with that, I'm surprised they were able to, like, shoot it so quickly and, like, you know, write an actual, you know, script, and they apparently had to do rewrites because some stuff leaked and stuff, but... I, yeah, like, it, and very impressive that they were had that quick of a turnaround and made such a good product that, you know, like, you know, it is underrated. I do agree with you, Alan. Like, I don't hear people talk about Scream 2. as a great sequel, but it did still manage to um, almost get... The same exact box office performance. It made a lot of money. And it did actually have a little bit higher critical rating. Like, they're both... It's like, I think it's Scream 1 79% around Tomatoes. Scream 2 was 81 or something.
1: Really? I thought Scream would have had, like, 90% or something. Because I know Scream 2 had 81. But, wow, that's actually surprising. But, um yeah, honestly, like, they're just a great team. Kevin Williamson and Wes Craven. They just killed it. Um I, I just, like, literally... That that scene in the, the 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 film class scene that like inspired me to like really get into movies like like Scream one and two were so influential on me as a kid because I was just like I was a pussy I'm gonna be real I was terrified of horror movies I didn't I was so scared of Freddy Krueger I was like fuck that like I never want to watch like a Halloween movie or Nightmare on Elm Street and then Scream was actually on TV on Fox and I was like kind of watching it like behind the couch. And then I was like, damn, okay, this was pretty good. I like this. And and then Scream 2 had come out, and then I was kind of like, oh, I'll wait on it. I think on, when the third one came out, I, I watched it, and then I was like, oh, that was really good. But then I went back and watched Scream 1, 2, and 3 in order, and I was like, holy shit, the first two are absolutely amazing. I will say, unfortunately, Scream 3, since we're talking about sequ- sequels, uh, I like it. It's nowhere near as good as the first two. It do, uh, I think Kevin Williamson was working on a. I don't know if he was working on Dawson's Creek or something. Like he he was like everywhere in the nineties. Uh, no, Kevin Williamson, the writer. Oh, I, I think, okay. I, he was I the
2: writer of Dawson's Creek. Oh, I, I, I want to
1: say it was. I him. didn't know that.
2: It was Unexpected. Oh, okay.
1: It, it was one of those WB shows back in the nineties, and mm-hmm. he was doing like I think Scream, and I know which. Oh, he also did. I know what you did last summer as well. Mm. So I think he was just like had a lot on his plate and when Scream 3 came out he was writing it and he had this whole like now we're going to do a trilogy now it's going to be like Return of the Jedi um, you know all that stuff and then he he couldn't finish the script or I guess someone else came in and kind of finished it for him and it kind of ended up becoming what it was satirizing mm. and it felt like a generic sequel there was a lot of stuff in that movie where where the first two are grounded in reality the third one kind of felt very like because they, they have the voice modulator and then now the third one the voice modulator can be anybody's voice and i'm like ah no, that's mm. kind of bullshit it, it, it kind of makes it's it's a kind of lazy plot device and unfortunately I, I think it's a solid movie it's funny uh there's a big Jane and Silent bob cameo in it too so i think that makes the scream franchise part of the view universe for kevin smith so i don't know that's what i that's what, that was always my theory um, but yeah and then Scream 4 I think is underrated as well I think that one I think I think it's the same thing with uh, that movie you mentioned earlier it kind of came out a little too late it came out like 11 years later and I like what they did in that one they were trying to like do like you know the Paranormal Activity stuff Blair Witch Project and Saw and like all that stuff where they're like now it doesn't matter there's no rules which that movie is still fun itself <laughs> I, I like the actors in that movie. Like Scream Four, I think is underrated as well, but it's nowhere near as good as like Scream One or Two, especially mm-hmm. Scream Two, because Scream Two, like I said, it you guys hit it the nail on the head and it just hit everything like perfectly. Like even it even has like a cheesy scene where you're like you still can love it when um, Jerry O'Connell's character is like singing to Sydney and like professing his love to. to well, her. even that
2: was like like a like a pop culture like reference like when when Timothy Alfin Top Gear. Or no top, top yeah, gun, yeah. Top like, gun, yeah. Top gun.
1: Yeah. yeah, Top
2: Gun. Not top gear. Top gun. Yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah like yeah. there's just so much fun to it. And then I also think one of the most terrifying scenes and the whole franchise is in is in Scream Two where uh, I believe it's Sydney and, and her her uh friend, I think it's like her roommate or whatever, um the cops get killed or whatever, they're protecting them because mm. Ghostface was there. And then they crash, and they're kind of stuck. Like the the doors are locked, and Ghostface is in the driver's seat, and they're like, "I can't fucking roll down the windows. I can't open the door." And they have to like go through the window, the mm-hmm. back seat, yeah, through mm-hmm. the back seat into the into the front, the front seats. And they're just looking at him like,
0: "Oh my fucking
1: god, dude!" And they're trying to get out, and like that scene, just so much suspense and tension. And you're just like, "Oh my god!" Like you're just terrified he's gonna wake up, and like that for me, I think is one of the best best like horrifying scenes in the whole franchise
2: and I, no, it,
0: I was it, cool. great scene like yeah. it really had me on the edge of my scene
2: i had me on my edge but then there was a part of me where like you could just put him like you could put him in a chokehold right now you know you understand that it's so, like uh i i, I, I know, don't know you
0: can just don't just don't just get away from him you know like yeah, the that... say, just fuck the <laughs> fuck out of here yeah. you know yeah no i and i'm i'm glad you mentioned you know the the classroom scene because i thought that was a really really great scene and you know the the one we were talking about, the like, characters we would relate to. Like I related a lot more <laughs> to like the Timothy Olafot like killer character. Um, what's his What's his name, Alan? Uh, Mickey. Mickey, right? Like Mickey was great. You know, I loved him in how he's kind of just like movies and like you know I love sequels. You know, like people always shit on sequels. You know, and like mm-hmm. you know it's, sequels are hard to do. It's hard to like recapture that magic. You know, mm-hmm. but like sometimes they can do it. And this one, and when he's like defending sequels, like yeah, sequels are good, and this and this and this. And then at the end, when he's just like. You know, he has that whole rant about like, his, like movies and stuff like that. I was like, I was like, oh man, if I was a serial killer for sure, this would be me, right?
1: <laughs> I can kind of see that too. I mean, I, I, I like that about it too because I love sequels too. Like, I, I'm not one of those people that goes, oh my God, they're doing, unless it's a really shitty franchise, then yeah, I'm going to be mm-hmm. like, why the fuck are you doing more? But yeah. if it's like a big one, like, you know, all these Avengers movies and like and comic book movies, I'm like, fuck yeah, give me more superheroes. Mm-hmm. But so I'm kind of like, oh, I'm excited, but sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, screen too but <laughs> but yeah but uh yeah man i love randy's character as well like it's like <laughs> i just felt like that like especially in the first one he's like there's a formula you gotta follow the formula and all that shit and i'm just like yeah dude like i fucking get it like, yeah. no, so no they, sex like, and with all the that one, the drugs that like,
2: and... that they that was the reason why um he wanted to have sex with sydney so hard is because he wanted her not to be a virgin so he could kill her <laughs>
0: oh my god i never
2: yeah yo yeah that was the whole reason why she was was pushing it so hard
0: that that Mm -hmm. was something too that i felt like was an improvement in this movie over the first one like i was like okay cool like i get where you get to explain the rules and stuff but it did feel a little bit like all right we're gonna stop the movie to be meta now and explain this whereas it felt a lot more natural in this one it's like okay they're in a film class and they're discussing stuff it's not just like hold on we're at this party but let me tell you there's a rule like like that was a little bit like okay, whatever.
1: You can't you can't tell me Did that. I love that scene it's, too. In the it's movie fine. Because, it's it's cause, fine. Cause, but cause the, it, has... it
0: was handled so much better in this one. Is what I'm saying. Like in this one, when they're in oh, the yeah. film class, I'm... like and they're like shooting ideas off each other and they're kind of making fun of each other like I'm like yeah this is this is my fucking dream like, i like
2: when have we not had that kind of conversation of like exactly, if, while that... watching a movie of like yeah like, but I don't, get Alan, it. I don't Alan, Alan and Alan and tell... Fred will go on like a tangent of like no this is why the Power Rangers like have yeah. to like be formed in this way and that that's way, what I'm saying we're like, like the that. kids yeah. in the film
0: class you know like we don't stop them like with a bunch of other people let me pause the movie and tell like everybody else who doesn't care about this shit here's the rule you know, like, but between we're, we're all the, between the nerds, that we're talking to each other. You know, like I, that's what oh, it felt okay. a lot more like. It's like when you're talking with your buddies rather than we're just telling a bunch of randoms who don't care. You know, they want to just go see the principal's murdered body or whatever.
1: Oh. We'll say this. So I've been in both positions where, like, you know, I've been in a class where we talk about movies and all of us hanging out. But I have been also at parties where, like, there was other film buffs there and like shit like that happens when you start mm-hmm. talking. That, like. Don't get me wrong, like I said, the film scene's one of my favorite or the film class scene is one of my favorite scenes as well. In like all of cinema. But that the ending of the of the scene in the first screen where he's th- he's telling the rules is fucking perfect. Because Randy's just like, Oh, and the last thing, you can never say you'll, you'll be right back, because you won't be back. And then fucking Stu, like right on right on the drop, is just like, uh, hey man, you want a beer? And he's like, Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. <gasps> and that fucking crashing up every good. time and I love it and I'm like both of them are just fantastic scenes but sorry I'm like jerking this, both of those franchises <laughs> off too hard but...
2: but it's just like yeah I mean I, I definitely was kind of hesitant you know watching the first two because you didn't, it's been so parodied and stuff like that and and stuff and, and I I thought that it, it was going to take itself a lot more um serious than it did. I didn't know that they were going to go in the meta meta direction and stuff, so...
1: No, yeah, you know, hilarious enough too, um, Scream was actually supposed to be called Scary Movie. Yeah, yeah they, I heard but that. But they thought it was too generic, so they were just like, I oh, will call it Scream, I guess, and then yeah. th- there we go, and then the parodies of Scary Movie were like, well, that movie's a satire about horror movies, well, let's just be a fucking parody and make fun of the satire of the, the horror movies.
0: You know, and I, I love meta... Which I,
1: Sorry, what was that? No. Oh, I was just gonna say, I, I honestly do recommend for people like if you end up going to watch the first two screen movies, go give Scary Movie the first one a try because I feel like that movie really gets swept under the rug from its sequels. Which I like the second Scary Movie. It's, it's the second, oh
2: yeah, the, yeah uh, the, okay. the first
1: and second one are mm-hmm. good. They're 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 good movies. The, the ones after they're fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like the first Scary Movie always gets like kind of thrown under the rug because they're like. Oh, it's not the one with the ghost, like, and and the the giant joint or whatever. But I'm like, go watch the first one, the first one after the, the the first two movies, because like, it feels like it's screen from another universe because they actually follow the film very similarly, just fucking out there, like cartoonishly stupid and all that. Yeah. But, it, yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, and I I love you know like meta meta stuff you know. So like I and the horror movies. are are pretty, like, iconic with, like, doing, like, really meta things and breaking down just, like, the mechanics of film. And I think that, you know, there's a reason for that and that, you know, these movies both pull it off really, really well.
1: Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear you guys, Doug. Uh, I know we're doing a little extra homework on on these (laughs) uh, podcasts because we have to watch the first one if we haven't seen it. But for our listeners, you know, I hope you guys can go out there and watch... Well, watch the whole franchise. Just decide for yourself. But spoilers, the first two are really fucking good. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, go watch Scary Movie. And then, if you're like, man, I need some more meta, watch Wes Craven's uh, New Nightmare as well. Just to be just to get a little bit of that proto meta as mm-hmm. well on top of it. But any other kind of meta type of films you guys would recommend?
0: I mean, it, like I said, or Hot, even Fuzz, TV shows? Hot Fuzz oh, is Hot like Boys, yeah. incredible. Because it's an action movie, but it does have those kind of like whodunits and it's got slasher elements to it. And it's, it's, you know, um, Edgar Wright, so he, like, everything is meticulously planned, and it's so, like, it's, everything is so intentional and feels so funny. And there's so many just, like, little things that pay off early, early, like, that are set up early that just, like, show up later in the film that it's hilarious. And, yeah, I mean, all the Edgar Wright stuff, like, especially the Cornetto trilogy, but especially Hot Fuss, like, that is a incredible meta movie.
2: Oh, well, we always suck. Like thinking, trying to think about movies on this spot. Um, but like, what is a meta movie? Uh, I can't think right now of a meta movie. But, but yeah, I mean, definitely like the, these are uh, these are very surprisingly good. At least first two. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like I would definitely let, recommend this one.
0: Let me throw out one more too. Um, mm-hmm. and this is a movie that like. You know, people are kind of mixed about, but I really like it. Have you guys seen Last Action Hero?
1: Oh, uh, oh, hell yeah! I haven't yeah. seen, that seen it. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I, know I fucking
0: it. love Last Action. Oh no, that's actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and here it all. Okay, so it got something in this movie got me thinking about it. Is when they were making all the references, to, like David Schwimmer and like, um, you know what's her name? Uh, uh fucking um, Jennifer Aniston and stuff. It's like okay, so like they're making all these references to Friends actors, and you know Courtney Cox is a Friends actor. So, in the world of Scream, is there a Courtney Cox out there, you know? Like, you, ever, you guys ever think about that kind of stuff? You know, like, what is, like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. All the
1: time, yeah. yeah. It's it's like, um... Jane Silent Bob Strike Back is actually kind of meta as well, because... Oh, definitely. The, like, because Ben Affleck plays, like... I think even the new one, Jane Silent Bob Reboot... Well, I mean... There's a lot yeah, of...
2: Ben and oh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, he plays, um, the... Like three he plays three people, like, two people at least... Oh, yeah, yeah two. But he plays himself, Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. and then he plays yeah. Um, I can't. I never remember his name. Um, from chasing uh, Amy, Hol- Chase-
1: Holden. So Holden, Holden McNeil. Yeah. Yeah, Holden McNeil.
2: Yeah. So he plays like two, and then in the whole verse, he plays um, uh, Loki Loki. No, he's not Loki. He's the other one. He's Bartleby, Bartleby and uh,
1: Matt Damon's Loki. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So like that was that. So like with that, like I'm just like okay. You know, like the, in Last Action figure they actually do like a, like something with that that I think is pretty clever. Is because he's like the kid's like who goes into the movie. He's like you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like no, I'm just a detective. Who is, I'm not Arnold. There's no Arnold Schwarzenegger. And they're like, he's like I can <laughs> yeah, prove it. Let's right. go to a video store and I'll show you like the Terminator. And they go to the video store and they go and the Terminator and it's Sylvester Stallone as the Terminator. So I was like, that's so it's such a fucking good joke, you know? Like so, or like when Ocean's Eleven, where it's like oh just like you know, Julie Roberts. Julie Roberts. 12. 12. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And so I'm just like, Oh, is there like, does, is there Matt? Does that mean there's like, um, you know, Simon or whatever his name is, looks like Matt Damon. And like, does Danny Ocean look like George Clooney, you know? So I, I always think about that kind of shit. In the movie, and I just love the way they handle it. the last action hero.
1: Wait, well, you know what guys, I'm, I'm really glad to hear you guys dug them. Um well, one like, more thing. So,
2: oh, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, for. since we're on the topic of scream and it's coming back, um, how do you how do you guys feel about that? Like I know that you were just saying like that's you said. Scream Four felt like it's like too far past its time. Do you think now with it coming back, it'll like kind of feel a lot more of a nostalgic kind of factor to it, or do you think like it'll kind of be a little bit more of like oh, it's a little too late, also. Mm,
1: I personally. Uh- I was excited when Scream 4 was announced, and I saw it, and I love Scream 4, and I really like what they did with that one. Uh, with Scream 5, though, because that's the kind of the beauty about cinema, is that there's always new ideas coming, even though, yeah, we're, like, rehashing and remaking a lot of shit, but there's always kind of those movies that, like, uh, kind of, like, break the mold, and they, they come out kind of, because, like, now in the 2010s, we've had a, a pretty good plethora of movies, especially, like, A24 horror films. So I can totally see them doing like Midsummer, Hereditary, um, It Comes at Night, whatever. All the, all those movies. I, I think that kind of might be a good thing for Scream as well because they can at least always kind of wait a little bit and be like, all right, now we can do a new thing. Because with the first one, it had the first two had the benefit of like, okay, we have eighty years of horror movies prior, and then Scream Two was like, whoa, well, we have fucking a hundred years of sequels. Screen 3, sadly, you know, like I said, isn't it's kind of not, not, not great. But with Screen 4, at least it was like, all right, now we have a slew of, like, 2000s movies. So now with Screen 5, I'm hoping that they're going to do something with, like like I said, the A24 movies where they're like, all right, now there's a new type of genre horror film, slow burns. Um, you know, everything happens around the end. Because, like, like I said, all those, all those new horror movies that everybody loves nowadays are becoming influential. So, I'm hoping, yeah. As long as, like, I liked... I, I saw the Scream TV series, and I saw the first two seasons. The what? And then they... The yeah, Scream there's a Scream TV, TV series. series on MTV. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: like is it live action?
1: Mm-hmm. It's live action. It doesn't have any correlation at all with the, the, the movie universe. It, it tries to be its own thing. And I won't lie, the first two seasons were solid. Like, they were... You can watch them. They, they were kind of doing the same thing. But it just... I hated the fucking mask. They changed the mask. It just looks like like stupid as fuck. And then they were like, all right, so we're going to bring the classic mask back in, in season three. And then I guess they completely said, fuck the first two seasons. Uh, we're just going to like not give a shit. And we're going to start anew. And we're going to bring back the classic mask. And I'm not going to lie. After that, I was like, I was actually... And I said, I'm not going to watch it. I was like, fuck this. It's okay. Like, if you're like, I need a little extra scream in my life, then go watch it. It's nothing to, like, you know, write home about. It definitely has that MTV feel to it. But it's very MTV CW-ish. But, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for the next scream. Because at least this one's going to have, like, all the characters coming back. And poor Sydney's going to have to deal with all this bullshit Mm -hmm. again. So... Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm excited. I I think, like I said, I think that's the benefit of the scream series is that if you wait a little while, you're gonna get a little more stuff to write upon.
0: Yeah,
1: and do. Yeah,
0: and that's one thing I think this movie does well. Like I talked about, like it kind of like how tied back to the first one. It's like whenever you have a movie like this, like Jaws or like you know, um, like uh, Jurassic Park or something. It's like okay, like how does this shark keep attacking the same like family or same community or whatever? And it's like okay. How's there like a, now another ki- killer coming after Sydney again? and I thought that they did a really good job of being, justifying the sequels because you're like you lost the Lost World and you're like, all right, like like this is a, Lost World's a good movie, but it's like it didn't need a Jurassic Park sequel and it's good, but it's nowhere near as good as the first one, you know and it, like it's like okay, they have to come up with all this convoluted reason for Jeff Goldblum to go back on the island like Ian Malcolm who would never want to go back to the island they got to give them, like, it's it's a girlfriend is there, and then your daughter, who you've never mentioned before, is, like, snuck on to the stowaway, and it's like, all right, well, you know, but this one, it did feel, like, natural, like this actually made sense in the universe to happen.
1: And, uh, oh, oh, shit, I was about to say something about that. Um, i probably said enough, but <laughs> anyways, uh, I will say, though, uh, I recommend watching the franchise. Um... Scream 3 is still fun. It still has, like, a lot of good stuff to see. Even though it does kind of start going a little more to the fictitious... I mean, it's fiction, but it kind of goes a little more to that, like, when you watch certain horror movies where they just kind of start breaking their own rules Mm, and their own logic. But Scream 4 kind of takes care of that and goes, don't fucking worry about that new cast. But I will say, go watch Scream 4 just for the intro, because Scream 1 and 2, you're like, okay the the there's a character who you think's going to be in the movie they're kind of they're the cold opening character that gets killed like it's supernatural or some shit yeah. Screen 3 does the same thing but it's kind of already overused it's nothing new scream 4 does something really fucking cool and if you really liked the whole stab movies the in the in the in universe mm-hmm. movies they do something so fucking cool in scream 4 with the cold open like i honestly like when i saw it in the theaters it was like, oh, okay, that was cool. What the fuck? And then you're like, oh, okay, that was cool. What the fuck? Wait, what the fuck's going Like, you literally start questioning, like, your reality for a moment. Like, they really did a great job with the meta cold opening. Just go watch Scream 4 just for the opening. It's a great movie, too, but that cold, that cold open is pretty fucking cool, too. Nice. Like, Like, it's worth watching all the movies to get to <laughs> that. Just, just like how you were saying, yeah. Yeah, any last words, though?
0: Uh no, yeah, just I mean, I would you know recommend it. Definitely watch both. You know, I know this is double homework for this time, but but watch both screen movies. Uh, I would say for sure.
2: Yeah. No. Same. Same. Like, I mean, they they tie in so much into each other, like the first one into the second one, that that you have to like watch them together. Yeah.
1: Actually, well. Thank you guys. I'm I'm really really happy to hear you guys dug them. Uh, they're they're very very dear to my heart. Like uh, the, the next one, the the next my my next pick is also very dear to my heart as well. So I'm very excited for that one too. But I mean obviously you guys picked some 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 picked picked them as well. But like this franchise has always been very 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 close to my heart. So I'm very very happy we got to talk about it. But I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I hope you guys listened and had a good time with it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, pretty much thank you again and i know you guys got extra shows you guys want to plug so go ahead and take it from there
2: i'm host of another podcast under our undercast company um called you've never seen question mark exclamation mark it is a podcast about movies that are considered part of cinematic history or pop culture history and either myself or my guest or guests um, for the past couple episodes with Derek and, and Alan um, is a movie that we've never seen. And um, if we get our interpretation or um, not interpretations, but our um, opinions on them after our first viewing.
0: And then, you know, um, I'm doing a show It's wrapping up soon. Season one, at least is um, called gateway episodes um, where I introduce somebody to a new show or somebody introduced me to that show via a um, iconic, uh, so of that show, and we'll be doing the season one finale, um, me and Alan, on Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, um, and then we're gonna take a little break, um, from that, but yeah, I've had a lot of fun with that, and then, just also want to mention before we wrap up our Patreon, um, we do have a Patreon now, and we do have a Patreon-exclusive podcast, where we just kinda, once we reach a certain amount of goals, um, we will do new episodes, um, so we've done one episode so far, um, and just wanna give a shout-out to our newest patron, uh, Damon, uh, Damien Sherman, excuse me, um, who uh, just uh, donated at the $3 level, so we're giving you a shout-out. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much, Damien. We, we
1: love you, man. We appreciate it so much. Yeah, uh, and
0: uh, he's, you know, I've talking with him a little bit. He's a pretty cool guy. Actually, I'm going to be a guest on his podcast, um, his podcast, Can I Say Something? So, you guys, that's another, it's kind of a lot like our show. It's a kind of conversational um, podcast about movies and TV, um, so I'm going to be over there in a bit so definitely check that out and check his stuff out and uh if you can support us on patreon um just you know either you can get a shout out for three dollars um a month or if you want you can just donate a dollar a month is the lowest level and um we really appreciate anything that you guys do but if you can't do that we appreciate you just listening as well so thank you guys
2: be amazing everybody have a good rest of your day where or night or wherever how whatever time of the d- you're you're listening to this episode
0: yeah, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll, we have a lot more sequels coming this summer. The whole summer is all sequels.
1: And lastly, I typically say take it easy on everybody, but today I'm going to say, what's your favorite scary
0: movie? All right, that's enough. That'll be a wrap. The sequel discussion to be continued.